Daf is Daf Mentes, Seches Brachos. We are going through the text of Berkat Amazon. We are at the top line. Mentes. Mentes yeah. I mean, Friday we always like to do a little more than usual. So let's begin. Rabbi Abba Omer. Right, this is the top line. Again, we're just going through different things that you have to say in Berkat Mazon. Rabbi Abba Omer, Rabbi Abba says, The second blessing, you want to mention thanks in the beginning and in the end. We're 49a, right at the top. If you're only going to mention it once, that's okay, but really don't do it less than once. If somebody thanks Hashem less than, again, the second bracha is about Eretz Yisrael. The word noda, the word hoda is very important. You should say it twice. Definitely don't say it less than once. Someone who says that word, three lines from the top. Anyone who says that word less than once, that is again uh, inappropriate. Anyone who ends off the bracha by saying manchel haratzos, or he ends off that person is a fool again the Gemara will explain later on anyone who doesn't mention the concept of bris meaning circumcision and the study of Torah as we mentioned yesterday because Eretz Yisrael was given and the keeping of the Torah and you have to mention again not just Yerushalayim and the concept of Bin Yerushalayim, but you have to mention Machos based David as well. Besailer Rabbilah, this is proof to Rabbilah. Anyone who doesn't mention Bris and Torah, Bebrechas Aret, so Machos based David, Bebrechas Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, Yatsay Dei Chavasa. Kama. Pligiba Abba Yossi Ben Dustai Verabon. Abba Yossi Ben Dustai and the Rabbanon have a Machlokes. Chad Amar Hatova Hametev, Tzricha Machos. One opinion holds that. Tova Meitav, you need to say, Melech HaOlam, you have to say Malchus. Lechad Amar, Eine Tzricha Malchus. One holds, you don't have to say Malchus. What's the Machlokes? Ma'adam, Tzricha Malchus. The one who holds, you need to mention, Baruch HaTashem HaKinu, Melech HaOlam, Kesav HaDerabanan. Holds that Tova Meitav is Derabanan. And since it's Derabanan, we want to make a point by making it seem like it's a whole new blessing. But Ma'adam, Eine Tzricha Malchus. The one who holds, it doesn't need to mention, especially mentioning a Melech, because holds that the fourth bracha is their writer. And since the fourth bracha is their writer, we mentioned the rule called bracha smucha When one bracha follows the other, then you don't really need the whole you know, regular formula. You basically don't even have to start with baruch. So, Rashi, so, of course, you wouldn't have to mention melach. You could just continue. Again, the text of the bracha, which is usually essential, the name of Hashem and baruch and melach haolam are not essential when it's following a bracha. Hence, every bracha of Shemun Esra. We don't start off with Melech Olam, right? Why? Because we rely on the first one, which is Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzhak, whatever, all that. that. That is the Malchus, which works for the rest of the Amidah. So therefore, if you hold that Tova Meitav is the Raita, that means you hold it equal to the rest of the blessings, and therefore the regular rules would apply, and therefore you don't even have to mention Malchus, Kesavar, the Raita. That opinion would hold, it's the Raita. And Tosut says, according to that opinion, you wouldn't even start with Baruch. Meaning, because again, it's brachas mechlavertis, you wouldn't have to start with baruch. Rashi comes up with an argument why, even if you hold this teraisa, you would have to start with baruch. What? In the Shmona Esra, we don't start off every bracha with melech, right? So, but what do you mean? Every bracha needs to have melech. 
The answer is that we rely on the first bracha of the Amidah, and every bracha is a smucha lechaverta to that. Let's continue. Tan Rabbanam. Ma'u how do you conclude the blessing of Ben Yerushalayim? Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah, Moshe Yisrael. We end off with Moshe Yisrael. Ask the Gemara, Moshe Yisrael in Ben Yerushalayim low? The Gemara, only, you only mention the fact that he saved Yisrael, but you don't mention Ben Yerushalayim, meaning, of course you have to mention Ben Yerushalayim. That's the whole theme of the bracha. We always conclude the bracha with the theme of the bracha. So if the, the, for sure the major theme is Ben Yerushalayim, of course you have to mention that. So he says, no, Ella im af Moshe Yisrael. You end off, you say two things, meaning you say, Moshe Yisrael, Uba Yerushalayim. Okay, so you say uh, both. You say both. Yisrael and Yerushalayim. Rabbi Barfuna, Ikla Beirish, again, we obviously do not do that, as the more will continue. Rabbi Barfuna, Ikla Beirish Glusa. Rabbi Barfuna went to Rish Glusa. Pasach, Bechado, Vesayim, Betalti. When he started off, he didn't say, Rachim, Hashem Yisrael. In other words, when you begin, the way we have Rachim, right, we say, Right, so we mentioned both things in the beginning, but Rav only mentioned one thing. He only mentioned Yerushalayim. Okay, so he mentioned Rachim Hashem Al Yerushalayim. He didn't say Yisrael by Yerushalayim. But he concluded with two things. Right, he concluded with Moshe Yisrael and Ben Yerushalayim. Like you think you're so good, you know, like you're strong that you ended off with two. Like it doesn't make sense. Vatani Rebbe Omer Rebbe says Ein Chosmin Veshtayim. You don't end off a bracha with two things. Meaning every time you do a chatima, the assumption is that you can only, only mention one thing. Right? Look, look at the brachas of Amidah. We always say one, one concept from the bracha that's me'enet, that's similar to the theme of the blessing. We don't end off with two things. Now the Gemara is going to go through many examples in tefillah where we seem to end off with two things. Like mikadish Yisrael v'hazman, mikadish Yisrael v'ras echadasim, all these different things. So why in some cases do we end off with two and sometimes we only end off with one? So again, so he was commenting that how could you end up by Birkat Muslim with two concepts? We, the rule is that you don't gufa. Where, where do we find? Right? Then we're going to tackle Rebbe's statement. Rebbe Omer, in Chosm we don't, we don't end up by mentioning two themes. Esve Levi le Rebbe, Levi es Rebbe, Allah Aretz el Hamazon. What do you mean? We end off the, the second bracha of Birkat Muslim, Allah Aretz el Hamazon, right? So no, 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 that's really one thing. It's not two things, Eretz and Mazan. It's Eretz Damaski Mazan. It's Eretz which produces food which satiates us. Allah Eretz Allah Peros, right? So it's the same thing. Eretz Damaski Peros. We don't mean two separate things. We mean Eretz which produces Peros. The Kadesh Yisrael of the Hazmanim. What does that mean? Yisrael, the Kadeshin of Hazmanim. doesn't mean that he sanctifies the Jews and the times. It's really Yisrael, the Kadeshin of Hazmanim. Yisrael has the ability to sanctify the dates. Through Kiddush Achodesh, right? We determine the calendar. Mikadesh Yisrael v'Rashi Chadashim Yisrael the Kadashim v'Rashi Chadashim. Ah, but now is where we get in trouble. Mikadesh Shabbos Yisrael v'Azmanim. We mentioned when, let's say, Yom Tov and Shabbos coincide, we say Mikadesh Shabbos v'Yisrael v'Azmanim. Now we know Shabbos has been the seventh day of the week since the creation of the world. The Jews have no hand in the sanctification of Shabbos as Shabbos is going to fall on the seventh day of the week, no matter what. So it's definitely two things over here. It's Shabbos v'Yisrael v'Azmanim. So you see that we end off with two different concepts, right? We said, Rebbe has a rule. That you only chotem with one concept, not two. So how does it make sense over here? So yeah. But don't we have some type of influence on it? Because if, there, if we had no calendar or no way to look for time... 
Let's go that we wouldn't know. But, but it would still be Shabbos even if we don't know, right? Um, so you're right, because we know we're able to keep it, but Shabbos will be holy with Alaros. Shabbos, so says the Gemara, Chutz Mizu, right? Except for this. So what do you mean except for this? You've got to answer the question, right? You can't just say, oh, Chutz Mizu. So, what's the difference? She says, Here it's one, there it's two. Meaning, Each one is by itself. So the way Rashi explains it is that meaning that when you say you're saying one thing. You're being mevarech Hashem that He sanctifies Shabbos and Zmanim. So it's like a similar thing. The fact that Hashem is sanctified, the Shabbos Zmanim, Hacha Chadahu. Right? Hacha is referring to Shabbos. Shabbos Zmanim says so one thing. He's Makadesh, these two things. But to say Moshe Yisrael, Bani Yushalayim, that's two totally different things, right? That's, that's, those are too far. Obviously, you know, it's centered around Hashem doing both, but it's, it's still Hashem doing two different things. Moshe Yisrael saving Yisrael and Bani Yushalayim. Now the Gemara wants to know, the time am I in Chosman Bishtayim? Right? Why can't you conclude a blessing with two things? Like, more the merrier, right? The more things that you emphasize in the bracha, the better. So says Gemara, We don't want to make mitzvos seem like a burden. Meaning, if you conclude a bracha with two concepts, it looks like you're just trying to kill two birds with one stone. It's like, oh, let's, you know, once we're saying baruch, let's just throw everything in there. Right? That's not the way mitzvos or brachas work. Every, everything has its own time. And Ein Mitzvah is like a special rule in Kloli HaMitzvos that you don't try to bundle up mitzvos in a way that makes it easier for you. Rather, we, we want to show Kaddish Baruch Hu that we want to do your mitzvos and not try to get away with it easily by just bundling them together. So therefore, by, we don't want to just say, oh, let's just throw it in. Ein Mitzvah it's, it's improper to treat mitzvos and tfilos like that. My Havi Allah. So what's... What's the conclusion? How do we end off the third bracha of Birkat Amazon? Amr of Sheshis, Pasach, you begin by saying, Berachim Alamchi Yisrael. You, t- you talk about Alamchi Yisrael, and Chosim bin Moshe Yisrael. And you conclude, oh, she says, if you, she says like this, if you start off Alamchi Yisrael, Chosim bin Moshe Yisrael. But Pasach, Berachim Ayushalayim, Chosim bin Ban Yishlaim. And if you start off with Ban Yishlaim, then you end off with Ban Yishlaim. Rav Nachim and Amr, Afilu Pasach, Berachim Ayushalayim, this is what we do, like Rav Nachman, even if you start with Rachim Yisrael, Chosem Beban Yishlaim. Why? I, the problem, so he has, he has to explain. The building Yishalayim and, you know, having mercy on Yisrael are two different things. We always want to conclude the bracha with the theme of the bracha, not just the theme, but it's always, the, the word the Gemara uses, Me'ein Pticha, meaning the way you begin the bracha. So if we begin with Al Yisrael, how could we conclude with Yishalayim? When will Hashem build the Yerushalayim? When all the one Jews that are dispersed, Yechanes, right? That's why we, uh, we hope that we are in the stages of Eschalta de Gula because we are in the step of Nitchei Yisrael Yechanes. Yisrael is gathering and hopefully that will lead up to Bon Yishalayim. So Moshe Yisrael and Bon Yishalayim are, are connected very much as one can only happen with the Moshe Yisrael. So therefore, Bon Yishalayim is Me'en Pticha. Fine. Third line. Amr Leib Zerle Nesi Mar Venisni. He says, uh, you know, tells his Rebbe to teach him. Uh, perhaps he was asking to teach him about you know, benching stuff, because he says, Amalei, Berchat Mizona Lo Garminan, 
I don't even know how to bench and I'll be able, uh, right? I'll be able to teach you. I'm a lay. What are you saying? You don't know how to bench? I've seen you bench before. So I'm a lay. Let me tell you the following story. I went to the Beis Kulusa and I benched. The zakfir of sheishes, the kuyeh alaykeh choyer of sheishes, attacked me, surrounded me like a snake. The amai, why did he do that? Like, what did you do wrong? He says the layami la bris lo tovah malchus. He says I didn't mention bris, Torah, and malchus. Right? We mentioned in the beginning of the Amaran yesterday. The bris, Torah, and malchus are all essential to the text of Birkat Hamazon. But my loyamit, and why didn't you say those things? He says because of Chananel, I go like Rav Chananel. The what? Rav Chananel Morav. The Rav Chananel Morav. Loy Amar Bris Vetera Malchus. If I didn't mention Brit Torah Malchus, Yatsa, you fulfill your obligation, right? So therefore, I didn't say it. Now it's a bit strange because usually when you say if you don't say these things, your Yatsa, it sounds like only Bidiavad, not Lechatchila. So you know, it seems like he's Yatsa is supposed to mean over Lechatchila because if only Bidiavad Yatsa, why didn't he still say them? So now he explains why he, why he says now why it's not ma'akim. He says, I'll tell you why it's not ma'akim. Bris, l'fisheyna benashim. You can't tell me that brit, mila, is essential to begat when women are excluded from brit milah, right? If women are, are, are excluded from brit milah and they're commanded in begat that's what he's assuming, then it wouldn't make sense that brit has to be mentioned, right? It wouldn't make sense that nashim have to mention a Brit if they're not included in Brit. So therefore men also would be the same and you can't have a benching for men and a benching for women. So once Brit is not essential to Nashim, it's Mistaver, it makes sense that it's not essential for men either. And he says, Brit and Torah And Torah and Machos are not by Nashim and Avadim. Right? So Brit you have by Avadim. But Torah and Machot do not apply to women and slaves. Now a little unclear why. Um, so Torah, we know, doesn't apply to Nashim because they don't have the mitzvah, let's say, Vishinantum Levanecha, right? The Hakish to Tefillin. But why don't they have uh, Machos, right? Everyone tries to figure So what's the simple reading of the Gemara? Why Machos? Why Nashim? Yeah, so what do you think it means? Nashim cannot be. Oh, so that, that's the Pashim chat. Is that women are, cannot become a king because they're excluded from, from Srara. I saw yesterday that the Rebbe Yashiv and others were like this also, that it means. That nashim are not mitzvah in some tasimalach hamelach. They're not mitzvah on a minoy hamelach, on, on appointing a king, which is a chidush. Because, because, and I think he's right, because the Gemara is talking about the mitzvot related to these things. The mitzvah is standing towards, there's no mitzvah to be a king. The only mitzvah that we, that we talk about by Machot is to appoint a king, right? So it wouldn't make sense that, in other words, it wouldn't matter whether Nashim could be a king or not, right? That's, that's not important. What's important is the mitzvah of Machot. So, okay, that's an interesting thing. Correct, yeah, yeah, correct. So it says, so therefore, what's, what are you asking? No, no, in, in Dvarim, there's a mitzvah that says, Som tasim alachem In Dvarim, there's a mitzvah to appoint a king in a, in a specific circumstance. So he says, and they, they responded back to Rechizda, right? He says, you know, of course they attacked you, because you ignored Shavkis, right? You ignored all the Tanoim. We mentioned a bunch of Tanoim at the beginning of the page who said that you have to mention these things. And he did like Rav, meaning very nice, you have one opinion. It says like you that you don't have to mention Bris and Tower and Malchut because women are not included in that, but you should still go like the other Tanoim. Fine? needs to mention Malchus. What's the Chidush? 
כל ברכה שאין במחוס לא שמי ברכה. ואומר יוחנן חד הזימנה. Yochanan already told us once that any bracha that does not have machos is not a good bracha. Yeah? Now, it's a very difficult gemara to read because as Rabbi Kiva Eger points out that we just finished saying beginning of the Amud and a few days ago that if you hold that the bracha of Atova Meitiv is the raita, therefore the regular rules of smucha lechaverta would apply, and then you wouldn't have to say baruch and melech ha'olam. Right? You could just go straight into the bracha. So you only have to mention malchot, you only have to treat it like a regular bracha if it's derabanan. Because if it's doraita, the regular rules of smucha lechaverta would say that you don't have to say barachat Hashem ken machlam, or you could just start. Akalavinu, makinu, adarinu, barinu. So, it's a, so it is a chiddush. So the Gemara is asking, why does Rabbi Yochanan need, the Gemara asks, why does Rabbi Yochanan need to say that tova metiv, you need to mention malchot? We know every bracha needs to mention melach, right? That's, you have to say melach olam in every single bracha. So that's, that's the Gemara's question. Kivegra asks, what do you mean? If it's a bruchas bruchas michel chaverta, meaning it's doraita tovametiv, then you wouldn't have to mention malchut. What? Right. No, but you wouldn't have to mention malach in the entire bracha. What? No, no, no. That's a separate thing. Chotem and potech. When bruchas michel chaverta, what was the bruchas michel chaverta? The beginning of the bracha. Correct. But the end of the bracha also wouldn't have, like every bracha of the Amidah, we don't have Melech, bracha to Hashem harot right? We don't, we don't mention Melech, right? Because we rely on the first bracha of the Amidah, which is, as Tosav says, Elokei Avraham is Malchot, because Avraham was the first person to say Adon, whatever. But let's, let's continue. What's the Chidush? Of course you have to mention Malchot. Kol bracha she'eba Malchot, lo shenei bracha, not called the bracha, v'am yachnachad azimah. Answers the Gemara, Omer Bzeira, Lomar, he, what he meant to say, again, Rabzeira is one answer to interpret Rabbi Yochanan, Lomar Shetzicha Shtei Machyot. You have to mention Shtei Machyot, Chad Dida. You have to mention Melach as part of this bracha, Vachad de Bon Yushalayim. And one, to make up for Bon Yushalayim, which doesn't have Melach. Right? That whole bracha, their bracha doesn't have Melach. Why not? Why doesn't it have Melach? Because it's a Smuchel Chaverta. For some reason, we want to make it up in the, in the fourth bracha. As, so we mentioned Melachot twice. Ihachi nibayitlas, we should need three. Chadadidah, the chadadibani yushalayim, the chadadibachzardah. If you're in the mood of making up the lost mentions of Melech, because the previous brachot didn't have them, because brachos mukhlaverta, so let's make up the second and third bracha in brachatamazon. So it says, well, no, Rabban Yushalayim is different. El brachat aretz, my time alone, bishonavish mukhlaverta. Brachos aretz, you don't have to mention Melech, because it's mukhlaverta. So, Rabban Yushalayim, namiloti bay, davili, like brachos mukhlaverta. So why do, you have to, why do you have to mention another melech in the fourth bracha to make up for the last melech in the third bracha to smuch l'chaverta? Says the Gemara, no. Right. Who I did, so he says, one second, so have amina, tafilo banu shalayim namilay bayi, wait, I'm not sure what the hey hey is. Who I did, oh, says the Gemara, oh, sorry, who I did, tafilo banu shalayim namilay bayi. So answers the Gemara, no. Ela adi dami machos peis david, once we mention Machut Beit David, Lav Arach Ara, Delo Ami Machut Shemaim. Meaning, the reason why Ban Yishalayim we want to mention Melech is because once we mention Machut Beit David, it's not nice to mention the kingdom of David and not the king of the world of Akadosh Baruch Hu. Who had it? Who had it? Who had it? That So Ella, I did Ami Machut Beit David, Lav Arach Ara, Ami Machut Shemaim. Once we mention Machut Beit David, we feel it's uh, inappropriate if we had left out Machut Shemaim. That's one answer. So again, we have to mention Melech twice in the fourth bracha. But we go like Rav Papa. Rav Papa says, you've got to mention Melech three times. Right? Rav Papa says, no. 
says, no, we actually, we want to say melech three times. One for the own bracha, and two to make up for the lost melechs in the other bracha. So that's what we say. Right? And then we end up saying, and, and, and melech olam, right? So we say, bracha tashem melech olam, hakel avinu malkeinu, so we mentioned Melech three times, in the, right? When you bench tonight at the meal, just point out that there's a circle, don't circle with a pen, there are three times Melech mentioned, once for its own bracha, and two to make up for the lost Melechs of the previous uh, brachot. Okay, continues the Gemara. Yasev, Reb they were sitting in front of each other, and the following story happened. Tav Shabdis. He didn't mention Ritzei, right? It's all happened to the best of us. He forgot to say Ritzei, the special mentioning of Shabbat and Berkat Mazon. So what do you do? Omer, you say that a special bracha, Baruch Shinosan Shabbatot L'Menuchah, L'Amo Yisrael B'Avo, right? The, the good benchers apprentice. I'm sure all the Sephardi Berkat Mazons have this bracha, the Ashkenazi benchers, you have to find a good one. So you have to mention Baruch Shinosan Shabbatot L'Menuchah, L'Amo Yisrael B'Avo, meaning, well, we'll see, the Gemara will clarify, so again, uh, bless, uh, you know, thank Hashem, he gave the, the Shabbat, l'mnucha, l'amo Yisrael b'avah, with love, l'os as a bris, l'os as a sign of the brit, as a covenant, baruch mekadesh Shabbat. right? Again, what? It's a special blessing if you forget Ritzei, special mentioning of Shabbat, and you already said uvenei Yushalayim, and you didn't get up to the next bracha. Okay, you'll, you'll, I'll, I'll point it in this door afterwards. Amalei man amrat, right? Amalei man amra, who said this? Rav, Rav is the one that said this whole concept. Hadi Yasuf Gamar, he said the following thing. If he didn't mention Yamtav, Amar, he says, Baruch Shinasan Yamtav, Lama Yisrael, Simcha, for joy, Uzikaran, Baruch Mekadesh Yisrael, he has Manin. So you notice it doesn't say Baruch Atta Hashem, so there's a bit of a confusion in the postgame. Do you actually say the name of Hashem? So we'll see what, we'll see what we do. Amalei Man Amra, who's this opinion? Rap. Okay, Hadi Yasuf Gamar, that another happened. Tavla Hiskesh, Rosh Chodesh, he kept, you know, he, the guy kept forgetting to say the right things. Tavla Hiskesh, um, I mean, I'm sorry, Amr, he was stating this halacha, Tavlo Hiskash Rosh Chodesh, he forgot to say Rosh Chodesh. And Amr, he said, Baruch Shnasan Roshay Chadashim, Lama Yisrael Lizikaron. Okay? Velo Yadan, he wasn't sure, Yamar Basimcha Allah, he wasn't sure if he mentioned in Yom Tov, we know that there's a mitzvah of Simcha. Rosh Chodesh, he wasn't sure whether to emphasize Simcha or not. Amr, right, Ilo Amr Basimcha, or Ichasim Ba, Ilo Chasim Ba. He wasn't sure if he ended off, Bikadesh Yisrael Roshay Chadashim or not. And Again, Rosh Chodesh is a little different. He wasn't sure if he was chotim, like if he actually treated it like a real bracha. And he wasn't sure if if this was from him or from his teacher. Okay. Gidol bar minyumi havi koi kamed Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman made a mistake. He forgot Ritzei. And he went back all the way to the beginning of Berkat the Mazon. Why did you go back? Why did you go back all the way? She said, I'll tell you why. Because if you get Ritzei, you have to go back. You don't have to go all the way back. You could, there's a special makeup blessing. Again, nothing else like this in all of Tefillah. Again, a special makeup bracha that you could do, so you don't have to go back. Don't you remember learning on that? That's only if you didn't start. But once you start the fourth blessing of Berkatim Zon, then you're, then you're done. And you got to go back all the way to the beginning. So again, this bracha is in a very specific scenario in that you said, you didn't start the next bracha, so you add this special three-line bracha. But once you move on to Atovah then you've lost your ability and you got to go all the way uh, back. 
Amar Vidi Baravin, Amar of Amram, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Shmuel, Tavla Hiska Shoresh Chodesh Pitfila. If you don't mention Yalav Yavo in Davening, Machzirin also, you gotta go back. But if you forget Yalav Yavo on Rosh Chodesh, you don't have to go back. So I get all these rules. It's nice to see they're all mentioned in the Gemara. Amalei Rav Avin, Lord of Amram. Maishno Tfila, that you go back. Maishno Berkat Amazon. Amalei Lididi Kashali, I was also bothered by this. Vishalti Lord of Nachman, and I asked Lord of Nachman. Amalei Menei Shmuel, Lord of Shmiel Lali. Allah Nachsi Alan. He says, he says, I'm not sure, but Allah Nachsi Alan. Tfila, Dechavihi, it makes sense. Tfila, which is an obligation, everybody has to daven. So if everyone has to daven, then the rabbis included or added to the text of the Tfila on Rosh Chodesh, Yalav Yavo. So Marzir so. But Berchat Mizono, Di Bayachel, Di Loi Bayachel, that on Rosh Chodesh, you don't have to bench, right? No one ever said you have to, you have to make a Sudat Pat. Only on Shabbat and Yom Tov, you have to make a Sudat Pat. Right, then you wouldn't have to uh, go uh, back. So that's a very important rule. Again, if you had to, if the Birkat Mazon had to have been said, which it has to be said on Shabbat and Yom Tov, that means the Chazal changed the Matbeya, changed the text. But in Rosh Chodesh, they never went ahead and changed the text. So he says, so then it should come out, Shabbat and Yom Tov, that you have to eat, it should come out, if you make a mistake, you have to go back. If you make a mistake, and if you get Yal Vyavva or Ritze, you got to go back. He says, what do you mean? We, you don't have to go back, you say Baruch Shanatan. So he says, no, that's only if you. You know, if you remembered right before you said but once you mentioned you got to go back to the uh, beginning, right? So again, this 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 gemara is pretty important because it's basically been mechadesh a whole new bracha, which is uh, if you forget ritzay or yalv yavo on days that you have to wash and bench, uh, then you have the ability to mention the special blessing. I'll just mention uh, the question of the chavetz chaim very quickly. Chavetz chaim is a very nice question. So the rule always is, like, let's say you forget Yalav V'yavo in Tefillah. You said Ritzay, HaMachzish Chinatolitzion, and you didn't say Modim. What's the halacha? You could say Yalav V'yavo right there. Meaning as long as you didn't start the next bracha, you were able to say, right, the thing which you forgot, even though you're not in the middle of the blessing. It's like, as long as you didn't start the next bracha, it's like you're still in the middle of the previous bracha. So he says, why did the rabbis have to institute a whole new bracha? Baruch Shinasantan, Shabbat Lamelucha, whatever, this and that. If you didn't start a Tov you could always say, right? you could always, you could, what? That's yeah, you could, exactly, you could always say Ritzay. So this, it's, it's, it's just rare to have like a Bir Allah ask, you know, usually, uh, you know, he's not like there to ask questions like this on the Gemara, but it's a very, very big question that nobody asked before him. But it's a nice thought that, you know, we, we like when the rules are consistent. So he wants to know why Bir Katamazon is different. I think his answer is that really, it's, it's actually a good answer. That the first bracha, the first three blessings are deraita. The last blessing is derabanan. So really, we look at it as you finish berkat hamazon. Ah. So it's not like like oh, you have another bracha coming. No, you don't have another bracha coming because the next bracha is derabanan. So it's a good, a good, a good question and answer. We said in order to make a zimun, you either have to eat a, a kezayit or a beit. So remember, ask the bar. Remember, the mayor chashav like kezayit. You're going to tell me Rameyer holds like a kezayit is ikar and reviewed a kebeitza. In another discussion of foods, we find that Rabbi Huda took the position of a kezayit, which is less, 
And Reb Meir took the position of a Beitzel. That's now we learned in the Mishnah. If somebody left Yerushalayim and he remembered that he has Basar Kodesh, and Basar Kodesh, if it leaves, is a Psul Yotze, and you really have to go back and burn it in Yerushalayim. So it says, If you're very far away, then you just burn it in this place. If not, you're supposed to go back. And you know, we, we do require you to go back to Beis HaMikdash and, ret- and burn it over there. So it says, How much like, do we consider a considerable amount that you would have to return in any circumstance? Rameyer says, Rameyer says if it's a kabeitza. Rameyer says, Zev Zev so what do you see? Rabbi Huda is the pro-Kazayit and Rabbi Meir is the pro-Beitza. So Rabbi Yechanan, this is a great question. I have no answer to distinguish, to basically explain why these cases would be different and therefore, you have to change one of them. Whenever it says there's always going to be an argument well, which one are you switching? Are you switching ours? Or are you switching there? I mean, are you switching our Mishnah where Rabbi Huda is the one that says Kazayit or are we switching that one their Meir is the one? So again, it's always a machloket. Abayi Omar Abayi says, "Lo lam lo tepoch." Abayi says, "No, no, let's let's use logic over here. You don't have to switch it around. The, the, the two separate cases. You can't compare what you is the minimum requirement for berkat mazon and zimun to the requirement for you know how much you know basar kodesh you would have to return and burn." Remember, Savar v'chalta zuachila v'savatu zushtiya v'achila b'kezayis. He learns that from the pasuk. V'chalta is eating. V'savata is shtiya. Vachila bekezayis. I mean, he learns the pasuk. Achila is always kezayis, right? Anytime the Torah says achila means kezayis. Now, the Rishonim warn over here that Rameyer don't take this gemara literally because we know that Rameyer and Rabbi Huda are arguing on a derabanan level. In the Torah, you're only obligated to bench svia if you're satisfied, right? That was that whole gemara that that Hakadosh Baruch Hu said that Bnei Yisrael is bribing me, right? Because I say they only have to bench on svia, and they went ahead and bench even kezayit and beitzav. So this Gemara is, is an asmachta, you have to say. But again, the point is, the Torah uses the word achila. Achila means a kezayit. Rabbi Yehuda Savar, v'chalta v'zavata achila. Sheish pasfiya, which is what? Vezuzuka beitzav. So in other words, they have a specific argument regarding the interpretation of this pasuk. So, but hasam over there, besvar pligi. So here they're arguing about psukim. There they're arguing about logic. Rameir, so Rameir says, chazro ketumaso. And when you talk about food, we compare food to other halachot regarding food, which is tumah. Meaning when we talk about tumma by food, it has to be a minimum size in order to become tummy. There the rule is beitzah. We're talking about the iser. Which is the iser of, I believe, we're referring to over here, yotzei, but how much you're not allowed to leave the base of mikdash with. Meaning, they're arguing about which a food-related halacha to compare it to, to halacha of Tumah or the halacha of Isur. Fine. So that's the, again, just, you know, so, uh, Bikitsur, you know, we're still going with what's mentioned in our mission, it's arguing about Beitz and Kezayit. Now, what's, we, we rule, as Tosus points out, we go halacha as Kezayit, right? We, we rule like Rameyer that the minimum requirement for Bikat Amazon is a Kezayit and not a Beitzah, right? What? Derbanon. Exactly, Derbanon. Now, if you notice, on the third line over here, I just want to point out, it says, Vachalta zu achila, v'sevia zu shtia. Right, you saw that line? Mm-hmm. Sevia, that's drinking. So, so the, the Mechaber does not quote this Gemara. The Ramah says, 
over here, Ashkenazim, that in order to be obligated on Berkatim Bazon, maybe the right you have to drink. Because he says, Vachila, Chalta Zuachila, Usadiya Zushtiya. He says, if you're thirsty, says the Ramah, you gotta drink before Berkatim Bazon. Zushtiya, that's what it means. The way he learns Shtiya is that it doesn't make sense. What? No, no, water. Because he makes the point that it doesn't make sense that you could thank a Kaddish Baruch Hu for food if you're still thirsty. And after two years, you got to be thirsty. So therefore, you got to drink in the middle of the meal. So that's a, a little, uh, not such a well-known chumrah, a shenjitzi regarding Berkat HaMazon. Meaning if you want to get a Daraita Berkat HaMazon, you want to drink as well, according to the Ramah. Says the Gemara. Says the Mishnah. Now this is also an example of this Mishnah. It seems like this should have been the first Mishnah in the Perak. Case in Mizamin. How do you do Zimun, right? If you were writing a, a, a chapter about Zimun, you probably would have started with this Mishnah, right? What is Zimun? So he says, we'll read it very quickly because it's very simple. Bishlosh, if there are three people, Omer Nevarech, you say, let us bench. Bishlosh, if there are four people, Omer Baruchu, you're basically like talking to them. You're not, you're saying, you're giving like a, it's not really including yourself, your son, Nevarech, you're able to say Baruchu, right? Go ahead and bench. Basara, if there's ten people, we don't go like we don't go like that. Obviously, Basara, Amar Nevarech. If there are ten people, we say Nevarech Elokeinu. Basara, who? There's ten people plus you. Amar Baruchu, the person who makes the zimun. Echad Asara, Echad Asari, boy. If and it doesn't make a difference whether there are ten people or there are ten thousand people. You're, the text of Berkatam Zon is going to be different. But the next the karma, the next opinion is arguing as the Gemara will explain. Bimeya, if there are hundred people, Omer Nevarech Hashem Elokeinu. You add the words Hashem. Right? Before we just said Nevarech Elokeinu. There's a hundred people, you say Nevarech Hashem Elokeinu. Vimeyavahu, Omer Baruchu. Kama. Balaf, if there's a thousand people who Omer Nevarech Lashem Elokeinu Elokeinu, so Balaf, you add this whole text, Nevarech Hashem Elokeinu, God of Israel, Balaf. Sorry, Elokeinu Yisrael, you add this term Elokeinu Yisrael. Balaf, Vahu, if there's a thousand plus one, meaning a thousand and one, Omer Baruchu. Kama. Beriboy, if there's 10,000, Omer Nevarech, Hashem, Lokeinu, Elokei Yisrael, Elokei Tzavakot, Yosheva Kruvim. You had this whole thing. Al Hamazan Shachalnu. Beriboy, Vahu, if there's Shriba in Hu, then you say Baruchu, Kein Shuhu Mevarech. Fine. Vomer Baruchu. Okay. Kama. You just have to know where to put the commas in this Mishnah. Keinyan Shuhu Mevarech, Kachanam Achrav. Now, if you want to know how to respond, you respond the same way that the person started off. That just for example, if he starts off and what do you respond in the case of 10,000? You respond, Baruch Hashem, Malkeinu, okay, so okay, so Vakot, Yoshev, Hakruvim, Allah, Mazen, Shalchanu. Okay. Now, the, now, Mishnah basically explains who are we following when we say that, again, we have one text of Zimun for three and ten. This Gemara's Mishnah says for a thousand, for ten, and ten thousand, for ten, a hundred, and ten thousand. We don't follow this, but this was the opinion of Rabbi Yosagli. Depending how big is the congregation, that's how many will bless. Remember, Bimakelos, Baruch Hashem Lakeno, Mimikar Yisrael. Somehow he sees from that, Bimakelos, that you know, the more people, Baruch Hu is going to you know, affect your Bracha. Amr Bekiva, no. Meaning, that either one of those terms, if you. Whatever, either the text is Baruchos Hashem or Baruchos Hashem Baruch. We don't change the text. We don't look around and show and count. Oh, if there's twenty, a thousand people will say Baruchos Hashem, whatever, in a whole long sentence. Ten people, a thousand people, it's going to be the same thing. Same thing for Zimun. The text will always stay the same, which is of course what we rule. Omer Shmuel. Shmuel says Adam Shmuel doesn't like this thing of saying Baruchu. 
Because when you say Baruch Hu, you're singling out yourself, right? You're speaking to everybody else. You should say Nevarech, which is what we do. Tanan, we ask a question. Omar Baruch Hu. It says when there's four people, you say Baruch Hu. You don't say Nevarech. It says Ema Af Baruch Hu. It means Af Baruch Hu. When we come up, Nevarech Adiv. Meaning if you want, you could say Baruch Hu. You know what's better? Nevarech. Nevarech is actually better to say. So obviously we say Nevarech because we want to do what's better. It's very strange and very difficult to read in the Mishnah that, that the Mishnah matches if there's 101, you say Baruch But really it's better to say Nevarech. Again, it's a little difficult to read in the Mishnah. But let us continue. Dom Ravad, Rav, Rav, Tanina, we learned Vav Nechlakin Ad Yur. So basically, if there's six people, okay, six people reading together, they could actually separate and do three and three because you're not losing anything by doing three and three. But if there's 10 people, they can't separate. Why? Because then you won't be able to do Hashem Alekeinu. So you see that if six people could separate, then we're okay with saying Nevarech. But if there was a, a Difut, if there was something better about saying Baruch Hu, then you would want six people to separate. Because six turns into three. But then no one's going to be able to say Baruch Hu. If it's better to say Baruch Hu, then you don't want six people to leave. Because right? then you would have had five plus one, you could say Baruch Hu. So Vav Nevarech Adiv. I understand that Nevarach is better Then we permit you to split up. We shouldn't allow you to split up. We, we're pro-Baruch. You don't uh, grab him. Uh, basically, it's okay. Meaning that, I don't know, the Nundiks. They would grab you. Meaning they would be makbid if you went ahead and said, Baruch Hu, meaning the, the, the Nakdanim, the people that are midactic, they, uh, you know, would rather that you say Nivarech and you include yourself. Okay. From the way a person bracha, gives a bracha, you could tell whether he's a Tamachachim or he's a fool. Ketzad. Rabbi Omer, Ubituvo, if he said Ubituvo, Hareza Tamachachim. He's a Tamachachim. He says Umituvo, from his goodness, Hareza Bor. He's a fool. Because mituvo sounds like he only gave over some of his goodness, but not all of it. Like umituvo, some of his goodness. We find the Pasuk, right? Like it's, it's right? So we say So the word mem in terms of a bracha is okay, even though we're only asking for part of your bracha. Right? From always means not everything. So we say that we only include some. When you're asking Hashem, you're allowed to ask it that way. If you're praising, then you mention, Tuvo, you gave us everything. When you're asking, you say, oh, at least give us something. Uh, you know, Shani. Right? In other words, Hashem says, fill, you know, open your mouth and I will fill it. So it sounds like you're supposed to say everything. We don't ask for some. It's always, it's either all or nothing. Okay. Because it sounds like Hashem is saying, Rashi says, open your mouth, it sounds like you're asking for everything. Meaning, in other words, fill your entire mouth, I'm going to fill it. So it sounds like you're supposed to ask for everything. For everything. Not so, exactly. So he says, when it comes to Torah, you're supposed to ask for everything. Chayim, if you say, you're a fool. Because Chayim sounds like you're excluding yourself. You're saying, oh, the life of others, but not Chayinu, not my life. Neharbali masni yipcha. Abali somehow learned the opposite. Halacha does not follow him. Amr Biachanan nevarech shalchanu mishalo. 
הרי זה אתה מחכם, כי זה אתה מחכם, וזה למי שאכלנו בשלום, תהו הרי זה בור, you are a fool, why? כי זה נצאונס לייק, למי, נצאונס לייק, you're actually blessing the בעל הבייס, רש"י says, למי שאכלנו, to this person, אמר לרעך הרי דרע ואשי ואמרנו, למי שעשה לב עשינו לא נזכור לניסים האלו, so there you also say למי, right? למי could be referring to השם, אמר לי, הלסם מחכם מלסה, Man, of course you're referring to Hashem over there, because man of Nisa, the only one who does miracles is Hashem. If it's a meal, it could be referring to the host. But if it's a miracle, of course you're referring to Hashem. That person is a fool. That's only if you didn't say the shame of Hashem. But if there's ten people, but once you say the name of Hashem, then there's no confusion to who you could possibly be referring to, and therefore you could say, that what do we say? So again, if you say the words, and you mention the name of Hashem, then there's no confusion. Okay, let's end here.